So, this is episode 175 of The Cabin. Welcome. I'm Eric Paulson. I'm Annalise Beckman. I'm Josh Osterman. He's here because of our topic, which we'll tell you about in a moment. And of course... And I am Logan Ingram. Hello. Tickling all the buttons and making sure our levels are good. Yeah. Mm. And participating mm-hmm. as well. I don't know why, but I didn't like that phrase. So, just like the song Hotel California, where it says you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave, the topic of pizza is like that on The Cabin. Oh. It keeps coming back because pizza is one of the most delicious things ever, it's... which is why, Josh, you're back with us today. If you go back to episode 92, which was the number one most downloaded podcast in the cabin podcast history, first seven days of release. Tell your friends we got to beat it. Well, and then it was beat by episode, I believe, 107, which was the um, Wisconsin Fish Fry 101, which we can say is award winning, Eric, because we did, we we won a local Addy Uh for that. Um, And the beauty behind that is that there's a... There's a gold, silver, and a bronze category, and we were the only one in the podcast category that that made it through all the way through the submission. So mm-hmm. uh, we won a bronze. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> well, some the it's hanger relatable, hat on, right? guys. It's relatable. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you do that. You're the only one, and you win third. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, leave it up to you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There it is. Well, <laughs> task wow. failed successfully. Pretty incredible. And, and I am happy that we're doing this again because um, the top two that I have listed on my, my sheet, we weren't able to talk about the last time because they were my, you know, they're they're up there with some of my favorite in the entire state and they had just closed down. And I remember I was driving through and I, I sent something to Susan like, I cannot believe this. It's my favorite one in Eau Claire. And uh, but they're back. They're back in the wow. same locations. Um, one has the same owner. The other one, I'll I'll get into it when my when it's my turn. But very happy that we're we're in part two of pizza. You okay. should see his face right now. He is indeed oh, yeah. very happy. So once again, this is not an exhaustive list of all the best pizzas in the state. That's it's darn near impossible, but it's fertile ground for multiple episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. So more of the best pizzas you can find around the state. More things about pizza and everything is coming up on the cabin right here, right now. The Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we're featuring Ozaki County, one of the smallest counties by land area in the state, one of the wealthier counties in the country, too. Actually, I think it was 25th in the country. Like Ozaki in the, in the previous, was? Yeah, Ozaki. Hmm. Uh, derived from the Ojibwa name for the Sauk people, Ozaki County was formed from Washington County, and Port Washington was named the county seat. Port Washington's original name, did you hear about this? Mm-mm. Wisconsin City. <laughs> It's like, okay. Oh. Yeah. Glad glad they changed it to Port myself. Uh, So it's one of only three counties on Lake Michigan where the county seat is not named after the county. That's kind of interesting. Think about that. You know, we're seeing Kenosha. Mm -hmm. Can you name the other two? No, I don't. That are what? I have no idea. The county that's bordering Lake Michigan where the county seat is not named after the county. Mm. Um, Because you have Manitowoc. uh, Door. Uh Uh-huh. Sturgeon Bay. And... And the other one's tricky because you don't think about it bordering Lake Michigan, but it does. Uh, I want to say Kiwani, but it's not. No. Because that has... It's not Marinette. It's not Ocanto. Process of elimination. Has it it been a recent sponsor? No, Manitowoc's the county seat of Manitowoc County. We're seeing Kenosha, Milwaukee. It's Brown County. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's at the uh, mouth of the waters of Green Bay. This time we got stumped. Yeah. Well, I th- I feel like we're in the second part two of the Jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. The one that we did. More to come. Oh, don't don't get me started on. Daryl Hammond doing Sean Connery impressions. <laughs> oh, gosh. I will go there. Uh, earliest settlements in Ozaki County form, formed around grist and sawmills, uh, like on the county's waterways, the Milwaukee River and things like that. So Cedarburg, Grafton, Newburgh, Sockville, Fiendsville, all rich in history and a lot of charm in the downtowns of these places. The first flag day was created in Ozaki County in a little town called, it's either Wabika or Wabaka. I think it's Wabaka. A teacher there created it in 1885. Hmm. In a stone, a school made of stone up there, and you can go see that school nowadays. And every uh, weekend, the Saturday weekend of Flag Day, they have a big celebration there, which is actually, it's pretty cool. I've been there. Uh, The biggest city in Ozaki County is Mequon, which has, uh, boy, that's probably over 30,000 people by now. And just north of there, where you have Grafton and Port Washington, that is the northernmost stop on the Mississippi Blues Trail. Hmm. There's an incredibly cool history of blues music from a record company that was there for a while called Paramount Records. Hmm, that's interesting. It's a whole story, and we've talked about this before on the podcast. It was a chair factory that made furniture, and they made record players, and so mm-hmm. they got a record label going and just brought up all these blues performers and gospel performers from, like, Chicago and then St. Louis and New Orleans, kind of snuck them up there. <laughs> they recorded records and went back. But, yeah, there's a, there's a really cool history thing on that to check out in Ozaki County. And if you're a fan of craft breweries, you have Foxtown Brewing in Mequon, Rebellion in Cedarburg, the Fermentorium just outside Cedarburg, Sahel Ale Works in downtown Grafton, and Inventors Brew Pub in Port Washington, right across from Lake Michigan in a VFW place, but they're working on building a new location one or two blocks south of there. It's going to be pretty sweet when it's open. Uh, I think Foxtown looks like a pretty cool brewery. Have you been there? Uh, it is, and I have been. Their food's really good, too, along with their beers. And they were built on the site of a former brewery. There are caves in the basement of that building that date back to the 1850s. Hmm. So, And Rebellion Rebellion Brewing in Cedarburg is in uh, an old uh, grist mill. Like parts of the Cedar Creek actually run you walk over it on the, in the entrance, and it powers wow. a water wheel. It's really cool. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of great places to hang out in Ozaki County. So, <laughs> And the cabin is also brought to you by their back, Jolly Good Soda. One, two, three. Ready to pop? Ah, yes. Mm. I'm going with a Diet Orange today. Oh, nice. Great for me. That sour power. Oh, man. Digging that. Logan, you got a good flavor? Uh, root beer. Okay, perfect. Nobody's got the blue. The blue blue raspberry? raspberry? Oh, yeah. Uh, blue raspberry right. is really good. And their cream soda is absolutely phenomenal. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a good yeah. one. Yes. So uh, it's found in grocery stores throughout the Midwest, especially here in Wisconsin. They are a Wisconsin soda. Easy and convenient for customers to enjoy their favorite flavors in single cans, six packs, 12 packs. And you can find them at Piggly Wiggly. Mm-hmm. Festival Foods, Woodman, Sendix, Century. They're now at various Hy-Vee locations. I've seen them at some quick trips, too. And if you... Looking for Jolly Good and you can't find it, let the manager know you're interested, all right? And we're heading into summertime. It's it's such a wonderful summertime soda. Uh, Memories especially from childhood. Especially with the diet flavor. Mm-hmm. It really is nostalgic. You don't have to lose your summer body. It is. Talking about two things at once here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nostalgic for me is having a summer body. So... <laughs> 
Well, that's Josh the, is thinking about it as we're about to talk about, about pizza. A pizza. That's why the diet line is great, right? You can it mix is. them into cocktails too, and yep. uh, so you know, zero calories, zero sugar. Josh uh, will have a couple after no his caffeine. Pizza. Yeah, all good. Yeah. Follow Jolly Good on socials: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok to stay informed on the latest product news, including new flavor releases. They're always coming up with cool stuff, and there's a lot of great promotions. And they'll also let you know where else you can find the product. So. It's a great way to support local and showing your support for a local Wisconsin brand going all the way to Random Lake. Jolly good soda. Now let's move from beverages to food because it's time to talk pizza. Amen. So is that a campfire or a pizza oven? That's what I was wondering. Yeah, it's wood fire. Wood fired pizza. Yeah, wood fired pizza. We That's just got become it. a rage, especially at wineries. Mm-hmm. Pairing mm-hmm. wine or beer with, uh, or breweries too. Yeah, pairing wine or beer with wood fired pizza has become huge. I say we get one of those in the parking lot out here. There is a <laughs> <That'd be> awesome. <laughs> there is a big pizza. Like I can't. I think if it's uh, brick oven pizza at mm-hmm. um, the winery in New Glarus. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're talking about. Um, you're talking about Bailey's Run. Yeah. Yeah. They they got a pizza oven in from Italy. I remember when they first brought that in, we were actually trying to do a radio promotion with them for a station I worked with at the time. Okay. It was like, it cooks the pizzas at like 800 degrees or something. Wow. Crazy well, you only have to cook it, what, like a minute then? Yeah. It's like one, two, three minutes or something like that. Yeah. And your pizza's right. ready and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And they, they brought it out piece by piece, not the pizza, but the actual <laughs> yes. oven itself. Yeah. They had to, they piece built out a new section of the building. Mm-hmm. Specifically to house this oven. Yep. So that's yeah. pretty a phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Wow. A lot of other places are working on doing that too. But yeah, if you can do the wood fired pizzas and they get mm-hmm. creative with the toppings and especially styles. the thin crusts. Mm-hmm. I'll start naming a place or two here. One of the best examples of good Neapolitan pizzas in Sheboygan mm-hmm. at Il Retrovo. Favorite. Yeah. This uh, is by far my favorite place. Probably. Oh, you filmed there last year. Didn't oh, you? Yes. it was, and he brought out. It, three different pizzas that were all totally different toppings that, mm-hmm. you know, were creative toppings. But, man, the sauce, the cheese, everything was great. And he is ri- – so um, – Stefano. Stefano. From Trattoria. Yep. Stefano. Um, and his last name's a little bit tricky for me to say. Um, I think it's – I don't know if I'm going to butcher it or not, but Valenti. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should edit that out. But anyway, <laughs> Stefano Trattoria. Um, he owns that – that Italian restaurant. Trattoria Trattoria Stefano. It's all hard for me to say. Stefano. Oh my gosh, I'm really butchering all of it. Trattoria Stefano in Sheboygan, it was his flagship restaurant. Mm -hmm. And then he opened Il Retrovo not too long ago, really, right right across the street on 8th Street in downtown Sheboygan. That is an example of the wood-fired that that you just got it. Crust, yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things about... His restaurants, because uh, he has a couple other places, got the Field to Fork right next to it, and then another it's a market, market next to yeah. it. But all his places are locally sourced, and he really pays a lot of attention to where he's getting his ingredients from. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, you can taste it in the pizza. His restaurants uh, look like any of the the times that we film there. Any of the pictures you see, you know, people rant and rave about it. It's it, I, it has to be a must stop just to at least try it out and see, you know, if I've just had different styles of pizza. I mean, just Wisconsin in general, we're talking about, you know, pizza in America, but Wisconsin in general, I mean, a lot of places that have really good pizza, I think, follow that pattern of finding farmers that they work closely with and then, you know, get just getting these local toppings. And I think it just makes a really, really big difference in being in Wisconsin 
cheese is obviously a huge part of mm-hmm. of pizza. So um, I don't know. I mean, I've got a couple things on my list, but maybe Josh, if you want to list one, <laughs> I know you're the food correspondent here. Well, I'm you know, if you can take it away, is, I'm sure you're excited. <laughs> and we, we don't have necessarily have these organized by category, but there are different yeah. categories of pizza we can talk about mm-hmm. because right. there is the Neapolitan style. There's that classic thin crust, almost cracker thin, where it's kind of crunchy. Yep. I think that's your favorite style. Yeah, I've right? gone on record saying that that's, yeah. that's my favorite. Now, it tends to be mine too. And then you've got the pan, and then you've got the kind of the hand tossed, and mm-hmm. then you have the deeper dish, like mm-hmm. the Chicago deep dish pizza so i mean these things vary so much it is really hard to find a bad pizza but i will um i do not agree at all with the people that say you know like a bad pizza is still good pizza no i've had a bad pizza you know (laughs) and i think uh, when i talk about that real thin crust if there's too many ingredients and the the cheese gets done too quick and the ingredients um underneath aren't to full softness and whatnot, and then the the crust isn't as as you know firm as it needs to be. That's a bad pizza, you know. And I run that mm-hmm. risk of trying to get a thin crust pizza um, when I order. Of sometimes you're gonna you're gonna strike out, but you know. I, so I've had bad pizza. So the ones that are on my list are ones that I've had that I really truly enjoy. And in the last episode, episode ninety two, uh, we listed a whole bunch. Um, and I was very, very focused on the style of crust and mm-hmm. how the ingredients went under the cheese and how I want it pub cut instead of a triangle cut. Um, I'm a little bit more open-minded on, on this actual podcast because, you know, we, we're going to have thin crust. We're going to have, um, I would say thicker, thin crust. And what I mean by that is like, it's not so much a hand tossed, but it's not a cracker thin. It's mm-hmm. kind of in between. So we'll say the thicker, thin um, I have some of that. And then there is a stuffed crust in there, which I'm not usually a fan of, but there's one in Bondwell that it, that deserves um, some nice credit for uh, for oh, having one of those. Give them a shout out. Who are they? Okay, I'll, I'll jump right to it. Um, I, I, Amico's, um, it's A-M-I-C-O, and it's a pizza joint in Bondwell. Really? So they okay. have like the, the um, I would call it the, the thicker, thin um, Maybe a pan. Crust. Okay. No, pan's thick. Pan's thick. Hand tossed is. It goes pan and then hand tossed and then a thin. And so the one that that Amico's is is kind of like a mix between the hand tossed and the thin. So the thicker thin. Um, I don't normally go with their stuffed crust, but um, you know we have relatives that that are are in that area. So like whenever they order, they order from this place. Um, and it's got a really good, like, massive um, uh, stuffed crust pizza, and it's pretty good. And it, it's one of those ones where it's like you just focus in on that. Another one that they have that makes it a good spot, um, especially in the little town of Bondwell, they have really good cheese sticks. And <laughs> I'd have to say, cheese sticks, if you can do that well, mm-hmm. um, like I, I threw at the Wausau Mine Company in the last episode, mm. they do really good cheese sticks. Um, Amico in Bondwell is the same same thing. They have really good quality. And if we're if we're going to go right into that area, Luigi's in Shano is another good spot for pizza. I mean, that's more of an uh, an Italian um, restaurant. You can get it all there. Where right. the other place in Bondwell, it's more it's of a straight up that, pizza. That yeah. Pizza. Um, Luigi's is is one of those where it's another one of those. Um, it's a thicker thin pizza and. 
you know, it's it's one of they do a good job. I mean, it's uh, the the sausage is is good. It's not overpowering, mm-hmm. um, and they're not. I would say the sausage is not too big and it's not too small. It's kind of perfect. And, you know, it's always a nice stop um, when we're in Shano to, to stop at Luigi's. Luigi's. Okay. What's the sauce like? Um, I, the sauce is a little bit, uh, to me, it's, it tastes a little bit sweet, um, mm-hmm. like a like a sweeter sauce. It doesn't have, it's not overpowering by any means. Um, it's a solid pizza. Um, and it's, it's one of those where, you know, you're not going to be upset if you're, in the restaurant for an hour, you know, enjoying the pizza, it's still going to taste good if you get it and take it to go. Um, I love cold pizza later. hmm? I love it. And it's a a pizza, a good pizza spot um, is something that you can have uh, right away when you're in the, when you're in the, the dining establishment or you take it and it sits for an hour and it still has that, that, um, excellent taste. And then the next day, when you pull it out of the fridge, if there's any left, um, and you take a bite just cold <laughs> out of the fridge, and it has that same taste, and you still get yep. the smile on your face, that is a home run pizza. I second that. I'd agree. I always reheat the pizza. I can't help it, but it's it's like a lot of pasta dishes. The the next day, the flavors have a chance to meld even more sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so if it you can, can be ever cook it over a campfire again, that is like campfire air oh, fryer. Actually, so is good. really good oh, for reheating good pizza because it crisps yep. it up that's again. A really good yep. idea. I had been hearing about the Gem City <laughs> Saloon in Baraboo uh, for a long time. Well, I've been hearing about that place too. It's worth it, Eric. At a pizza place? Mm. Yeah. Well, well they have it. they have other food there as well, but. Um, their, I mean, their, their, their specialty is the really thick pizza. I did not go that route. I went with the thin crust and the thin crust is, is great. You know, um, I had, I had the sausage on it, that sausage. Um, and a guy in our office lives in Baraboo and he's telling me like, you have to, I mean, if you're going to have pizza, you have to go to Gem City. And, and he told me like the sausage is so good. They come in like sausage patties. And I'm thinking, what sausage patties? On yeah, pizza. that's a little strange. They, it's a little. They put the whole sausage patty on there. Well, no. Or they cut it up. I thought he was just like, okay, they pad the thing. They, I mean, they make it like a patty, and then they break it off into a bunch of pieces, and they put it in. That's these my things, assumption, but these things are. I mean, they were probably two inches wide <laughs> and just wow. really, really thick. And it was like the, they put a ton of cheese on there. My mouth is starting to water. They put a ton of cheese. <laughs> Told, Told you them to say. eat and, pizza beforehand so I didn't come in drooling. It, and I did. That's the worst part. Um, it's, so none of the ingredients are under the cheese, which is typically what I like. But um, it worked out perfect because the the sausage was so big. And it was so th- it was so big, so thick. I just had to swallow. <laughs> and the pepperoni was excellent. And then it was like uh, they cut it, and I had it to go, so I didn't have it in the the actual restaurant. And the restaurant's pretty cool, right down downtown mm, Baraboo. Is good. You know, downtown Baraboo is a really cool spot. I like. I oh, like the, downtown the main blocks downtown are yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah. had um we uh, you know speaking of a uh, dive bar and a good burger place from some of the episodes that we've had the downtowner um it was a fantastic mm. burger hmm. um and and so like the Gem City Saloon is only I think two blocks away from that so they got two two little gems right in there right in there square tavern down there is really good yeah too, there's actually. a lot of great places to eat in Baraboo it is kind of unfair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so this this pizza was really good. Um, I you know if if you're in the Baraboo area, I would I would try out the Gem 
City Saloon. But Eric, I was going to ask you about this one. Uh, from all the stuff that you do in Lake Geneva, there was one. You know, we were uh, we were in Lake Geneva. I think it was it was towards the end of the winter we'd gone to lake geneva for some stuff and we were just playing around and having fun and and um i had looked up best local pizza places in lake geneva mm -hmm. and this one had had come up and i had heard it before with all the work that we've we've done in lake geneva and the, it's always oh you got to go to the next door pub you got to go to the next door pub. Oh, it's yeah. Great. They're right across from the radio station I do morning shows on. So they've been around since 1973. Next door yep. pub. Yep. And it's um, the actual building itself is a great building to go mm -hmm. to. I mean, the restaurant on the inside is really nicely done. Um, they pack a bunch of people in there. It's always packed whenever mm -hmm. whenever it's we go by. It's place. always packed. Um, and then the patio on the outside, and I can't wait to go back this summer um, whenever we're doing some stuff in Lake Geneva. I'm going to go see that patio because that thing looked great um we actually waited for our table at the patio it was cold out but they had like uh heater heaters, lamps on yeah. Oh, I love those. um yeah and so then w when we finally got our spot we went in and i mean you saw every age um every age demographic you could possibly imagine like the oldest of the old little kids and you know <laughs> like there was families there was there was just couples there was singles everybody wanted to go here and and get the pizza and like when you walk in and they ask, well, how many, how many in your party? And you look at some of these tables and you see the pizzas that are there. It is, uh, I would say it's, it's another one of those thick or thin um, um, crusts. And the, the ingredients are underneath the cheese and they can pub cut it for you. And it's just, it was excellent pizza. And the vibe on the inside of the restaurant was, was well worth it. And so I was glad everybody had said, go to Lake Geneva. So yeah, Next Door Pub is a, is a really great place in Lake Geneva for pizza. Another popular one is Oak Fire. Mm. which oh, is yeah. right across from the Riviera uh, with a view of Geneva Lake. It's a really kind of a cool, modern, like second place. I there, but it was a long time ago. We we had lunch there on a shoot uh, when we were doing Winterfest. Does this one overlook the lake? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's oh, a it's really a great place. Spot. That yep. one's one of my faves. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the wood-fired ones. And, and they, they have a really great atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they actually, um, they opened a spot in Manaqua um at torpy park uh, at the old monaco brewing company that's right yeah, they took over that building which is over i didn't know they were related i just knew they had the same name so this is yeah, the same ownership same, yep same ownership. okay yep well they have uh, that's a cool building in monaqua too so i mean it that, is it they have two really good locations that overlooks in, the lake too mm -hmm. yeah and it's just nice. like a hustle bustle area so it's mm -hmm. fun to just be around all the action there's so you're starting to see in a lot of these places some some experimentation mm -hmm. that you haven't seen in a long time yeah, which, again, like going back to, it's, that's definitely something that I really like. And um, I don't know if you guys have been to Luigi's in Madison, um, but it's a small place. Uh, and they I had their balsamic glazed with fig. I think it's like the fig and prosciutto one, which was awesome. And then my dad, I think, got the El Capo and I had a slice of his. It's a red sauce with mozzarella and pepperoni, bacon, salami, ham, so a bunch of different. And I think kind of a meat lover. Huh? Yeah, definitely a meat lover. Um <laughs> And both of them were fantastic. Very, very different pizzas, but um, thin crust, uh, just a quaint little place. It wasn't super busy when we were there, but um, I don't know. I think we went into kind of an odd time, but that one was really, really good. And I just liked it because they have a, a couple different options for toppings that aren't the classic pizza that you that you always see. Well, there is some classics in there, like the Portobello restaurant in Madison mm -hmm. has long been a place for phenomenal uh, pizza, kind of in that thin crust uh, vibe, and then we talk about the Greenbush. 
Yeah, we talked about Greenbush last time. On Regent, yeah, that's another great one. I was, I want to say I was there just a few months ago, but I I mean, the time is going by really quick. So, I mean, it's (laughs) it's been sometime this past winter, I did go to Greenbush. And at the time, I think they were only open for dining um, inside on like a Saturday or a Sunday. And when I went during the week, um, you just pulled up in the front and then they came and they, they gave the pizza to you. And it was the first time that I had Green Bush pizza in years, and it didn't lose any of its mm, of good. its deliciousness. It was just <laughs> fantastic. Again, thin crust pizza, um, cut pub cut, and just like they don't they don't try to overpower you with the ingredients or the sauce or whatever. They just do everything perfect. I, well, I love it. The best pizza has good balance, mm-hmm. and that they and do an excellent job. It's like I love meat lover style pizzas a lot, but then they usually overdo it. Yep. And yeah. it's like, well, you know, at that point. So you both live kind of south of Madison slightly, right? Yep. Yeah. We live in the same town. We live in the same town. Yeah. And I'm assuming maybe both of you go to Angelo's in I'll McFarland. Let, I've, I've been to Angelo's. One. So, yeah, I actually really like Angelo's. Josh and I have talked about Angelo's, but I actually really like it. My dad and I have gone a couple times now, and he always gets the red sauce. I always get the uh, white sauce. And you can, I always do the make your own, but... I love their white sauce pizza, and they have actually really good sausage. If you get um, sausage on that pizza, I mean, I don't know, compared to the, what was the place that you went where it was? Um, Gem City Saloon. Yes, the Gem City Saloon. it was the size Saloon. of a soda can. It was not the size of a soda can, <laughs> but the flavor, I mean, this is some pretty thick sausage. I don't know if it's, you know, any larger compared to other places. It's not small, but um, it, the the flavor is, I think, phenomenal. And they have thin crust. I just think it's, again, going back to balance, Eric, I think it is actually a really good balance in terms of the amount of sauce compared to crust and um, and toppings. I'm personally a fan of cheese under the toppings, so that's where that's where I I lie. Oh. But um, so and and Angelo's is is cheese under the toppings. Mm-hmm. If I recall. It is. Yep. And I, I, I just think that their sauce, I mean, I get the same thing pretty much. Um, I will go back and always get the same thing, but it's... So, so you went white sauce. I went when, white sauce. And, and and that's what what is... Yeah, Alfredo. Okay. Um, yep. Uh, and they, I, I just think, I know that, I don't know if they have this on the menu still, because I think their online menu differs from their menu that they give you in the actual restaurant. Um, but I, when I was looking on their online menu, at one point they must have had this, or I saw it somewhere. I think they did a seafood one. But even if they don't do that, you can do a build your own. I would have tapped out on that. Oh, <laughs> you do you not like shrimp on your pizza? No. Have you ever had it? I... So you don't know. <laughs> but it I'm, I'm, it's good. It's well played. And especially with Alfredo <laughs> sauce, because it's all a little bit different. Okay. But I, if you don't like, if you don't think you would like shrimp and you want to experiment with the Alfredo sauce, I would suggest doing the Alfredo with uh, the sausage. Got to go to the Driftless area and give a shout out to Steve's Pizza Palace in Platteville. <laughs> I, when we were talking um, originally uh, with, the, with the first one, we we're talking about all this, you know, Neapolitan and all this, you know, fancy stuff and this, you know, um, world renowned chef in Sheboygan. And <laughs> I saw the next one on your list and I thought you were up next for Steve's Pizza in Platteville. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. It's a phenomenal place. Very popular with the college students there. Is it pizza by the slice? What kind of? No, it's it's full pizzas there, and, and it's a full on restaurant too. But their specialty is pizza, and they they do a lot of variations too. They'll vary the crust for you, okay. but they also do uh, they'll do the margaritas and the Hawaiians and all that. But they do they have a Greek pizza. 
Mm. With fresh tomato, feta, Kalamata olives, oregano, garlic, and olive oil. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds really good, right? Taco pizzas are very popular now. Yep. And they're only getting more so. Um, Where's Steve's Pizza located? Is it downtown? Right downtown in Platteville. Okay. And it's 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 a legendary place there. Uh, they have a BLT pizza that includes some mayo drizzled on top mm. along with Sandwich the bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Here. Yeah. What about, uh, do you guys know of any places that do kind of the Euro style pizza? Because I know there are a couple. Some places they've got will, the lamb and yeah, the they'll put the Euro sauce. meat on there and, yeah. oh yeah, I'm yeah. a sucker for tzatziki I'm, sauce. Same, I'm a big fan of Euro, <laughs> so if they had a Euro pizza, I'd be very open to trying that. So, uh, so Eric, have you had Big Al's in La Crosse? No, I know of it, but I never had a chance to have a Big Al's pizza. So it's... Um, and I only bring it up because of, of Steve's Pizza in Platteville, you know, having it be like a big college um, pizza place. And one of the ones I have on my list is an Eau Claire pizza place that not necessarily down by campus, but it's one where the kids, the college kids would go just because of its buffet style. Um, mm. You can get it to go, but then it's buffet style and the buffet is great. Yeah. Um, and so like that's that's kind of a, a well-known um, pizza place. There's also Pizza by the Slice at Polito's and they're in multiple cities in in Wisconsin. Um, so that's like lacrosse has a Polito's. I know Stevens Point has a mm. Polito's, you know, I mean, so that's when, when you think of like college town pizzas, they always have some really good ones. Um, I'm going to have to try out Steve's. I want to try this BLT one. You say it's drizzled with mayo. Uh, that's what it said on the menu. Yeah. Interesting. It is very drizzled interesting. With mayo. It's not a right. mayo base, but they just kind of, they just kind of Mayo base. That yeah. would be. That would be <laughs> nasty. Be a little yeah, over the top. Over the top. Yeah. Um, we but, just gave somebody an idea, though. You know, they're going to experiment. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Big Al's Pizza and Lacrosse, um, it, it's the actual location of it is perfect. It's right downtown Lacrosse. And downtown Lacrosse, if, if, if you're listening and you have not been there, it is a must stop in Wisconsin. It's mm. just such a beautiful downtown. It's right along the river. Um, they have the big park um, right along the river, Riverside Copeland Park. And Riverside. Yep. Yeah. And it is just, if it's bars and restaurants and, you know, events and they get the pearl and ice cream, it's just such a cool spot. Downtown Lacrosse is just so beautiful. And we, in fact, we just filmed there. And so um, mm-hmm. that episode is going to be coming out. I this think. weekend, actually. Oh, this weekend. Yeah. We've got Jessica, who is the producer on it, coming in to talk about it for behind the, scenes. behind the scenes. How about yeah. that for timing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do huh. you know? How about so. that? <laughs> so, but we've been to, we've been to Big Al's. They actually make a wonderful drink as well. Um, yes. And they have a little patio that's in between two buildings. It's almost like a little alleyway, huh. but it is a, it's a cool spot. Um, but then their pizza, I really like their pizza. They do have, you know, they do have the ingredients under the cheese, Soriana, but they, um, and I'm not sure if it's, if it's every single pizza has the has the toppings under the cheese but they have a philly cheese steak so it's our signature that one i feel like you got to put the toppings under Mm -hmm. the cheese right um homemade cheese sauce delicious seasoned steak shredded cheddar yellow onions green peppers and jalapenos you read this like a bedtime story (laughs) (laughs) uh it's 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 excellent and then you have big l's special and like i could go on and on about um about big l's but it's a great spot in lacrosse and we love lacrosse Okay, really quick. One other place that I just want to mention, and then I know we've got to wrap it up. So I, I want to hear one place that you guys want to get to. Um, 
But one pl- other place, have you guys been to Cranky Pats? I know they have one, I think, in Green Bay, Nina and Oshkosh. I was reading yeah. about it. I've not been. But um, that's one place that I would love to go. They have a pizza buffet, I guess. So you can try a bunch of different kinds of pizza. Nice. Which is kind of fun. That... And I don't know a lot of pizza buffets that are good. Because I don't oh, How yeah. often are you bringing it out? But good places, people eat it. And mm-hmm. then they got to bring... Bring you're, new ones out. Really you're setting quick. me up for my next one, which is Pizza Uh-oh. Del Rey, which is the buffet in Eau Claire. But um, I think, uh, was it, I think it was Audio Dave said that Cranky Pat's was one of his favorites. Mm. And then I, mm. I went, I, I battled him toe-to-toe with, with Jake's Pizza uh, in, in Green Bay. Fair enough. Well, oh, nice. Gr- Cranky Pat's is the place that I want to go, so that's my next pizza destination. Right, next time we're really hungry we got and we're in Superior, Got to have the pizza at the Thirsty Pagan, which is kind of a thicker crust, right. massive mm. pizza. That that's the most filling pizza in the state. I will argue that's at least not a deep dish. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's pretty incredible. A Thirsty Pagan is a brewery. Thirsty Pig, what a great name! Thirsty Pagan. Thirsty oh, Pagan. Pig. <laughs> You're a pig after you eat the whole pizza. <laughs> Fair enough. Thirsty Pagan, still a great name. But yeah, the the only pizza. I'd, I will say it's the most filling pizza in the state that's not a deep dish. Mm. And it's huge and loaded. You wouldn't and, call that a deep dish? That's pretty thick. I was going to yeah, say, what it, makes it, it not borders. a deep dish? Because the way like you're describing sh- it sounds like It's not like, like it a is. Chicago deep dish. Uh, oh, no, no. It's not Chicago. So, well, what's the difference? Is it just thick pizza? Like thick yeah, it's crust? Yeah, how, how thick the crust is and all it's that. A, so. it's, it's a pan, but it's... Um, it's it's a thicker pan, mm-hmm. like a cast iron skillet kind of pan. Got it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really really good. And I will. Did you have one more you wanted to mention? Well, I got a couple more, and I'm going to have to speed round. Whip it. through them quick, and I got to give one more shout out. Uh, Buck's Pizza in Monona. Really like it. Thin crust. Um, it's. Uh, I love the ingredients on it. They serve it to you in a bag. It's a takeout only. They oh, used like to be that, in an yeah. old bar, but they moved across the street. It's a really good pizza. Tilted Loon. Um, that's in Tomahawk. I, you know, I, I, I will go on record and say the heart to an Arborvita and Dina Mia and Rhinelander, my favorite pizzas in the whole state. Now, so if you're that close, mm, uh, but what the Tilted Loon has, um, they have really good pizza, but then their, their ambiance is great on the inside. It's like a bar restaurant. Love it. And you're on Lake Nokomis, so you can, ah, you can look nice. at the water. It's a, it's a God, cool pizza spot. Pizza on a patio or ne- near a lake. Yep. That's good. Um, the mug in Hatfield, um, that's the Black River Falls area. Um, there's there's two, and the mug is one that's always um, that's that's always being talked about as a great place. But <clears throat> I will go with Pizza Del Rey in Eau Claire. Um, the last time that we recorded in 2021, they had just closed on Labor Day weekend mm-hmm. after 40 years in business. And it ripped my heart out because that was one of our favorite spots to go. And somebody came in, bought it, and the old owners trained the staff for months. Oh, that's nice. To try to get, so wow. it's the same flavor, it's the same style. Same um, oven, yeah, same I mean, sources, so, then you know it's So good, then yeah. they, they opened it back up, and they were just doing takeout for a while. And my understanding is they, they have just opened back up for dining in. Um, and so I'm going to have to make a trip to Eau Claire to go to Pizza Del Rey. That's Very why nice. he went to college there, because of Pizza Del Rey. <laughs> or maybe it was race, but. And I do have one more, but I'll let you go. Well, go ahead and name it. Maria's Pizza in Oregon. Now, I just had a conversation with somebody on Easter, and I was talking about how I love the fact that Maria's Pizza is back open after they, they shut down. And the person's like, oh, my God, I love Maria's Pizza. Oh, and I can't believe they, they, 
I didn't know that they, they pop back open. And we were talking about it. We were talking about the, the older owners and, yeah. you know, it's like the same environment. And, um, and they're like, yeah, every single time that we're down in the area, I always, I always stop. And I go, how many, how often are you in Oregon? And he's like, what are you talking about? We go to Milwaukee. I didn't know that there was a Maria's Pizza there in Milwaukee was, that just closed. They just closed after years. They're on Forest Home Avenue. They'd been open since the fifties. So, mm. so, and I, there's another. See, Milwaukee has so many classic places, and we talked about that in the first episode of mm-hmm. the pizza, like Caradero Club and Wells Brothers and Racine, which is the oldest in the state, yep. dating back to 1921. Uh, and I'm going to close with another classic Milwaukee pizza place that is closing soon. Uh, sad to say, but it's Lisa's. On Oakland, Lisa's Pizza on Oakland. Oh. It's one of my all-time favorite places ever. Uh, they've been open since 1960, and the family's retiring. And uh, See, that's what happens. They're hoping that somebody else will want to come along and buy the business and keep it going. I've actually talked with friends about investing in a pool in a pool to do that because the passion for that pizza huh. is that strong. Wow. Uh, but they're on Oakland Avenue in Milwaukee. They're going to be open, I think, through the summer. So if you get a chance to go there, could be your last chance. So uh, get over there and check mm. it out on the east side by UWM. Well, you say that, but the, the person from Maria's Pizza, when they closed down uh, a few years ago, he was in retirement and got bored and then came out of retirement. They couldn't sell the building. And <laughs> That's amazing. So, so they, they have not opened up for dine-in because he doesn't want to deal with it. Um, and he's just doing takeouts. And it's still the same pizza. It's thin crust. It's ingredients under the cheese. Yeah. You can get it pub cut. And their sausage is really good. It's my it's my favorite pizza in south in, in southern Wisconsin. It's wow. pretty close to Dina Mia. That's amazing. Well, so- yeah. Though, see, and that's the thing. Maybe it'll... Because a lot of people, when they retire, they get really bored. Can I end with a pizza joke? Sure. sure. Never mind. It's too cheesy. Oh, for God's sake. I made it up this morning. Isn't that very good? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Josh, go have some pizza. We'll do. More. More pizza. Well, that concludes Josh with pizza. He's always one to he talk about that He never concludes with pizza. He is, yeah, you're right. He's talking about it down the hallway. <laughs> Back to his I office. I have a feeling that that's uh, his uh, family's going to have have it tonight. So we could be on pizza part forty six. He'll be going. I well, he really didn't want to end. You can tell. So <laughs> I know. We'll, we'll have the, to do another. There's another more episode. to go though. I mean, there's so many great options. So there you got to yeah. go with it, right? So a lot of fun. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to have pizza for dinner tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, the cabin is brought to you by Jefferson County in the Mad Walkie Corridor, which I just recently learned about that word, and I love it. It's a uh, recent. It's a recent word. I've never is, heard yes, it before it is, either. But so. I do love it. Whoever made that up, kudos to you. <laughs> uh, Jefferson County, one of uh, actually one of my favorite counties. We had the opportunity to film there, and um, we filmed a lot of the trails. It boasts over 130 miles of paddle trails on eight different rivers and streams. There's opportunities for paddlers of all levels. Um, some great lunch and dinner options at a lot of the different restaurants and pubs along the way. You can, you know, hop right off these trails some places and pop into a, a place to grab a bite to eat. It is the hub of bicycle yeah. manufacturing and home of Trek Bicycle. Jefferson County um, has 60 miles of paved and gravel bike paths, and these are a must-see. It's a gorgeous area. They've got, you know, the Glacial River bike trail there. There's a lot of people always outside. They've got a really cool, actually, um, red-covered 
bridge, which is supposed to look like an old train caboose. So you can actually watch a YouTube video. It's all over old train tracks, but you can watch a YouTube video on how it was made. So it's pretty cool. That's on Highway 26, right along is it? it. Yeah, awesome. I've seen that. It's it's really really cool. And um, the glacial drumlin back and forth is pretty nice too. That cuts east west mm-hmm. right across the whole county, connects to Milwaukee and Madison. Yeah, and there's a ton of businesses that it connects to too. I mm-hmm. mean, you can jump off and go to Jones Dairy Farm or Jones Dairy. Um, which has, you know, a bunch of different meat options and ice cream and, <laughs> and there's the ballpark right across the street. So it's a really, it's a fun bike path. Um, and it is also great for some winter fun. They've got 225 miles of snowmobile trails, 14 miles of groomed cross country ski trails and a lot of ice fishing tournaments. And of course the famous Knickerbocker Ice Festival. They've you got filmed a, there, didn't it's you? It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it was definitely... I wouldn't say it wasn't what I was expecting, but to some degree, it was just more fun. It was more amped up than I was expecting. And it was, they had an outdoor ice bar. I mean, you know, they... Well, they take everything seriously. It's really, really cool. They crown one, it's all in Lake Mills, and they crown one of the um, community members, somebody who's done a lot for their community. So there's a whole crowning ceremony in one of the bars. (laughs) It's pretty, it's fun. There's a fish toss, and they've got everything, ice cream eating contests. And so the Knickerbocker Ice Festival is definitely a must uh, and then the the region's lakes offers exceptional fishing and boating opportunities. There's over 13,000 acres of lakes. Um, it is one of the state's largest and most celebrated dog parks, uh, or it has it, it has, has yeah. one of the uh, most celebrated dog parks, which is actually amazing. It's really really cool. The whole county is not a dog park. We must make the that whole county clear. is not a dog park, but it has one of the coolest dog parks. And a lot of people, we actually filmed there in the winter and it was really really busy. Um a lot of people are still out there. It's it's absolutely huge. They've got like a dog statue out there and <laughs> so it's pretty cool. A lot of people uh enjoying the the dog park. Um and then lastly there is a the Fireside Theater, which is a really really um popular theater. They actually have talent from New York they and uh, and other places but they actually go out to New York and they find talent um, from you know Broadway musicals and and it's an amazing theater and obviously you can it's a dinner theater so you can sit down for a bite to eat there and it's a beautiful place to enjoy a night so Jefferson County tis it is <laughs> I just love that sound effect. I can't help it. Thank you for hitting the button, Logan. Yeah. I think you like all sound effects, Eric. I I tend to, but that one I just got a particular affinity for. Nice. Just like like producer Jessica here. Who is fantastic. Yes. Welcome Jessica Vokun into the cabin to discuss the next episode. Yes. Happy to be here. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. Which is? Lacrosse. Yes. Sorry, was that a cue? I missed it. Oh, it's okay. We we keyed you again. I had to hum the next episode while we waited. So. <laughs> um, Jess, what was? Can you give us kind of the overall theme of this episode? Yes, and I have to clarify: it is not just lacrosse. Oh, this is the lacrosse region. Oh, which includes on Alaska, Holman, West Salem, the town of Campbell, of course, lacrosse, and La Crescent, Minnesota. Interesting. I didn't know there was a lacrosse region. Yeah. Well, there is. There's a lacrosse county, which is the technical metropolitan lacrosse. And probably includes other communities. But... Oh, sure. All the way over to like Norskadalen and all of that. Yeah. Although we've done separate shows on that. But lacrosse county yeah, has about 100,000 people. And then the county across the way, which holds La Crescent, Minnesota, that's all part of the lacrosse area. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And beautiful. I was oh going to say, God. yeah, the lacrosse area is gorgeous. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Well, the hiking trails and everything around there yeah. is amazing. Yeah. It's one of the few cities where they refer to the word coolie a lot. I love it. I would say, I mean, I'm biased towards Madison because I went to college here. But if I had to pick another Wisconsin college town, I think lacrosse would have been it. Same. <laughs> and it's recognized as like one of the best places for outdoor recreation mm. and just like mm-hmm. living, standard of living. It's really an amazing area. They That's really fantastic. embrace the outdoors there. It's it's crazy. hundred uh-huh, percent. And that was one of the things that was really fun because and so this is a seasonal episode, mm-hmm. um, and we started it a year ago almost. Yeah, I remember. I, I was I was one of the hosts. You were. And I know one of the scenes we shot. Let's go behind the scenes. Please. The scene where I'm fishing was shot on June first. Was it? I remember because I have a great picture. I got it of an eagle on my phone. Yeah, and you did not plant it. No, you did not plant the fish or the eagle. <laughs> no, I mean in lacrosse, they're every the, the eagles are everywhere, right? Yeah, like, they are. Well, the Mississippi's a major flyway, it is. and so they're True. they're up in the trees. I I happen to just nail the zoom on my camera. Yeah, and just I just by luck I got the picture. Also, was this luck or skill? You also caught a fish. Yeah, walleye, right? Mm-hmm. And, With Mike McCormick. Mm-hmm. One of our hosts. Great fishing our, guide. Yeah, we had yeah. A, we had a beautiful boat trip because we kind of went down the Black River. The lacrosse, the city is kind of on the Black and Mississippi River, but where the Black River comes in and the Mississippi comes in, that's a separate little area called French Island. French Island, and it's the town of Campbell, which is always correct. Like, yeah, it's it's tricky to remember what's which where. Is which, yeah. So Eric uh, joined us for spring and summer, and mm-hmm. then Lindsay Hayes was our host for fall and winter. Got it. So by seasonal episode you mean you did all you we covered all, all the seasons. seasons. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. And you must have gone to a lot of places then with this being a regional for sure episode. It was loaded. We went way Holy over cow. budget. Yeah. <laughs> oh we did? Hey, <laughs> worth a watch. It's totally worth well, it. Yeah, I got to do for spring and summer, I got to go fishing. I got to go kayaking. Um yeah. Which is there's some great Canoe and paddling and kayaking. A lot trails. of water yes. stuff. Yeah. And so like. we were talking about recreation. Mm-hmm. We did, like you said, the fishing, the kayaking, which was on the Onalaska Canoe Trail, which is gorgeous. And you mentioned yes. the eagles flying over mm-hmm. in the spring and the fall. It is like a major migratory mm-hmm. area. So all of the birds come and go. It's really cool. We had some really great guides with us, Scott and Amy Cooper, who yeah. helped provide the um, kayaks and then they wow. also came back in the winter and did some we did uh, biking with mm-hmm. uh, Randy Pushner and Jeff Pushner both on the Great River State Trail but then also they did this incredible mountain biking we have these great shots that was really fun to film on Granddad Bluff which is major landmark for the oh, area yeah. so the uh, the bluffs there will rise four or five six hundred feet above the city incredible and some of them are very abrupt so the mountain biking trails are like mountain west level like right on the edge of the cliff yeah the the great river state trail which i was on was below the bluffs by the river it was nice and flat it was a former rail line yeah and uh, we got up to the sunfish in alaska yep Sunny the sunfish. Isn't that a clever name? That's pretty great. Is that the type of fish you caught, Eric? No, I caught a walleye. Ah, you did. Fair enough. So, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So, um, who was shooting this episode? Okay. Or did you have multiple shooters? Oh, we had a lot. Um, so, this was, bl- I think this was, if not his first, Blaze um, wow. Davis's first shot with Discover, or, or shoot with Discover, mm-hmm. um, or a second. So, that he came on the spring set, uh, section, and then... Um, Andy O'Connell, mm-hmm. Connor, mm-hmm. 
Tara. Everybody, you know, a little bit everybody. In. Yep. Very fun. So, and you filmed this over the course of a year. Do you yes. know how many days about? shooting oh my ended god up being was it a lot yes it was i think it, was, it ended up being at least two per season so we went like eight to ten eight days, days. yeah i know bad. i know i had four happens. up there did you so yeah yeah that definitely happens yeah. so um what are some moments that really stick out do you have any behind the scenes moments that are um one of our camera guys would probably not appreciate it if i mentioned that we did drop a camera <laughs> oh no uh, but we recovered nothing nothing major happened um i mean i would just say just like being in the beautiful place it was really great that eric caught the fish um there's a beautiful shrine that was our very first location to shoot our lady of guadalupe our lady of guadalupe uh and it's outside of lacrosse and it's just so peaceful and beautiful i definitely want to go back there um the kayaking right by there by the way is mount lacrosse which the is a really place. cool ski area. Mm, I went and, there for a wedding separately last year. Yeah. And uh, just really stunning, uh, beautiful hills, a yeah. cool chalet. Right. Because what, what did Lindsay Saint do? the St. Bernard Room. Oh, yes. Is that the... Yes. Is that... Um, Mount Lacrosse, and we did return bar? there in the winter time to shoot at. Okay, so oh, you did. Was so there. you did okay. summer and and the winter there. We did not do summer there. We just did winter to winter. show the downhill okay. skiing. And oh my gosh, it that was amazing because it was like right after school. Mm-hmm. Like we got there around three o'clock, and there Everybody's weren't that many people. Probably, and then like when yeah, school gets out, there. kids, I couldn't believe it because mm-hmm. that's just not something that we see around here. Sure, but it was like, oh, this is our after school activity. We're gonna go snowboarding and skiing and we gave a camera a gopro to a couple of skiers and got some fantastic footage like awesome they weren't planning you know we just hit them up and like hey would you take this down and it is really great so very fun that was fun (laughs) get the in the moment shots exactly all right well the episode will air first of all on the discover wisconsin app which is mm-hmm. May 10th, coming up here at 4 p.m. And then for the weekend, it'll air on your favorite local channel, May 13th and 14th. And as soon as it airs, which includes you know, really starting Saturday morning on Bally Sports Wisconsin at 10 a.m., uh, then it'll be on all the online stuff, the YouTubes, the Rokus, the Amazon Fires, the Apple TV, all of that good stuff. So it's, uh, it's coming up here uh, this weekend, so make sure you check it out. The Discover Wisconsin episode covering lacrosse. What's the official title? The lacrosse region. The it's lacrosse a, region. It's yes. actually like for, uh, disco- exploring four seasons in the lacrosse region. Okay, perfect. Hey, that Pretty almost rhymes. It does yeah. almost rhyme. Yeah. Get your good. fix of nature, great restaurants, and some festivals. There you All go. Right. Awesome. Well, thanks, Jessica. Until we bring you back next week to Thank talk you. about another episode, yeah. you're done. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. We'll catch One you there. Busy at work. Make sure you join us next week as we explore Wisconsin Heritage Festivals, Part 1. We're going to start with the Scandinavians, specifically the, specifically the Norwegians, because <laughs> Sittendamai, am I pronouncing that right? Sittendamai. Sittendamai, something like that, uh, 17th of May, is just around the corner, and there's big celebrations around the state, in particular Stoughton, and we'll have them joining us in the cabin. Yes, we will. And as we get ready to wind things down, a message here from the All of Us Research Program, Insulin, Penicillin, the Heart Transplant. All of these medical breakthroughs were thanks to research, research made possible with the help of volunteers. And that's where you come in. The All of Us Research Program is asking for people from across the U.S. to share their unique health information, because the more data researchers have, the faster they can find the next health breakthrough. But there can be no breakthroughs without research. And there's no research without you. Details 
at joinallofus.org slash discoverwi. Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted and produced by Eric Paulson and me, Anna Elise Beckman, with guest Josh Osterman. Audio engineering and video teasers by Logan Ingram with social media by Adeline Savanak. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com. And please don't forget to leave that review.